Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. Have you ever heard of the term uh, dark night of the soul? Uh, suffering and difficulty, uh, that which that you do not understand, why? But then through which that how God is leading you deeper uh, into His plan. How do you respond when you are in the midst of a difficulty and suffering that you don't know why and you don't know how and how do you respond? Well, today's passage speaks about Jesus before the, the cross and Jesus goes to Gethsemane and takes time to pray. And then as we see Jesus praying, wrestling, that we see how we can learn to respond to that which that you and I may not understand or want to embrace. Let's think about it together. Mark chapter 14 verses 32 through 42. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. How do you respond uh, to a suffering that you don't understand? Why things are happening and then you don't have a clue? Uh, some people react and saying, what's wrong? This is not right. And then, you know, they could just explode in that way. Or some people just uh, hold it in, hold it in. And sometimes it implodes. But as we look at Jesus and how he responds, and then we could learn uh, important lessons, how you and I can respond. Now, the first thing that we notice is that Jesus opens up 
And then Jesus shares together with his friends, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death when he began to feel deeply distressed and troubled. I think it's important that you and I, rather than uh, just uh, neglecting or ignoring emotion or how you may feel, it's okay and important to face it and then open up and talk together. And then especially to friends that you can talk to and trust and then gaining the support of a friend, I think it's helpful. Uh, sometimes you don't want to be uh, so lonely and feeling that nobody understands what's going on. But having friends that understand, hears together with you what's going on and then supports you, I think it's an important key. But then Jesus invites his friends, uh, especially three close friends, to come with him and pray for him. Now, prayer is a very important key. And when you're facing difficulty, and then you need to pray, but you also want to encourage and then ask others to pray together with you so that you will pray. Those are important things. Uh, why is prayer important? Because as you come to prayer, it's not the act of saying things, but that you're coming before God. As you come before God, that you meet God. And then you meet God, who is your loving Father, who is with you, and then who is leading your life, and then who meets together with you. And then as you pour out your hearts before God, uh, your feeling of anxiety, fear, or difficulty, whatever it may be, and then we see that God who sees and then hears and meets with you, and many, many, many times, he strengthens you. He gives you the word and encourages you. So many of prayers uh, recorded in Book of Psalms. You see a big shift in attitude, uh, especially as David and others come and pouring their hearts before God. But then after Selah, and then they begin to give praise to God, and they're able to face the situation. And what happened? Now, why is it that they're two they're very different uh, a person or two very different uh, a tone and atmosphere of this psalm? It's because in the middle, God responded. Because God many times speaks and gives words, and in the midst of hearing and God touches and then strengthens you, the person that comes. You see, as you come to God, heaven opens up and God meets with you. Here, Jesus says, do not fall into temptation in the midst of difficulties. And then you need to continue to pray, even when you do not feel like praying. So that as you stay alert and watch and pray, and then you will experience God, who is your help and who is your loving Father. But there is one more thing that we see here. When Jesus went and as he was praying, rather than meeting God, who strengthens, encourages him. Rather than heaven opening up, we see Jesus encountering and then seeing 
hell opening up before him. And then he began to struggle. It's not that he was trying to avoid going to the cross. Jesus says, come after me, pick up your cross and follow me. And Jesus, and so many times, talked about him going to the cross and dying for others. And Jesus here is not talking about, you know, taking steps and being afraid of uh, going to the cross. But then here we see Jesus who became for us, uh, our substitute, who is going in our place. And now with the hell and wrath of God, curse of God that's going to be poured upon him and then what he has to go through as he was looking and then able to now begin to feel that it shook him and then it overwhelmed him. But how does he respond even in the midst of it? He prays, Father, you are able you are able, but then not my will, but thine be done. He prays three times. You know, is, uh, is it important uh, to note that he prayed three times? Sometimes we may just pray it once and then say, hey, you know, I prayed once and that's enough yeah, because God hears me. But many times as we come and continue to be in conversation, dialogue together with God, many times it helps me and helps us to grow. And especially in the process of you and me surrendering our will, not my will, but thine be done. It's not easy to give up what's important to you. It's not easy to just do whatever that God tells you to do when you don't want to do it. But here in the time of prayer, as Jesus is facing hell and the cross that lies ahead, through his time of prayer, through time of wrestling, and in this place of Gethsemane, and then he is able to bear and he is able to process and then he is able to surrender his all and then he puts his life in the hands of the Father. And that's what we see. And let's think about this as we think about Jesus who came and taking help for you and me, but Jesus who came and also as an example for you and me to learn to pick up our cross and follow him. It is my prayer that during this Passion Week and during this Lent season that I will gain a better understanding of Jesus' suffering and love for me, but also at the same time, for me to also grow in understanding and becoming more like Jesus in the way how we say and I say yes to him and embracing the cross, even though that may mean 
difficulty and suffering for God's purpose, for God's will. I hope that you are able to surrender your all to Him, grow deeper in prayer, and learn to place your life in His hand. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love for me and for us. We thank you that it was not easy, but you saw me, us, and then you gladly gave your life, went to the cross, drank the cup of wrath for me and for us. We thank you. Maybe also grow to be people that will say yes to you for the sake of others. In Jesus' name, amen. Singer soul, the world, 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 the